Welcome to The Sofa. I'm Sherry. I'm Bonnie. And this is the Sisters Hallmark Sip and Chat Podcast. We're a couple of crown heads who love all things Hallmark. Welcome back to The Sofa and our week four episode of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas. If you're watching on the W channel, be sure to check out their website for details on their annual Cozy Up to Christmas contest. In this episode, we will be sipping a blood orange margarita from the Hallmark Channel Countdown to Christmas Celebrate the Movie Magic Book. You can find the recipe and a link to buy the book on our website, sistersippinchat.ca. Head to Facebook and Instagram to see pictures of our creation. In this episode, we'll be chatting about this week's four movies, Mystery on Mistletoe Lane, Everything Christmas, Christmas Island, and A Heidelberg Christmas. Movie number one, Mystery on Mistletoe Lane, starring Eric Sarah as Heidi and Victor Webster as David. Not long after Heidi and her kids move into Mistletoe Manor, they discover a mystery hidden in its walls. With help from David and his dad, they follow a decades-old scavenger hunt and uncover the true meaning of Christmas. Okay, let's see how this movie rates on our sofa rating system. But first, a quick explanation. Our custom sofa rating system includes a list of 20 Hallmark tropes broken down into 10 categories that will determine how Hallmark is this movie. You can download the list from our website, sistersipandchat.ca. This movie earned 17 out of 20 sofas, and the breakdowns of categories are town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, affairs of the heart, big life changes, Christmas magic, and the charitable event was the tribute tree for photos of past loved ones and Christmas Eve at Mistletoe Manor. Okay, this house was amazing to see, and especially all of the hiding places within it. Like, And of course, Christmas everywhere. So that was awesome. I honestly think adding a little mystery to our Christmas lineup this year was a wonderful idea. My husband and I wanted to ask if you thought it was the same house and scenery from the guide dog movie. It looked like that one strip of multicolored things. So he thought it looked the same. So he said, you better ask Bonnie if that's the same because we haven't seen it before. So. It didn't seem like the same, but they did use two different houses for the outside and then for the inside shots. So you could kind of tell um, <laughs> that they were kind of switching it off there. Uh, but I, I don't think it was filmed in the same spot, but it could have been very similar. That's for sure. And really, the house in this movie is like its own character in the movie. Absolutely. And I love a good mystery and especially a scavenger hunt. So much fun. The house, though, that they did use was beautiful and charming, even if it was a little bit strange with everything going on in it. Um, <laughs> it would be very nice to get a manor along with a new job. That's quite a perk. <laughs> no one has ever offered me a manor, a manor with a new uh, job. Um, I love that they uh, set this in New England. I love clam chowder. You know how they did the whole clam chowder? And I would love to spend some Christmas time in New England, even if it wasn't Christmas, but to go and check it out and just like a cabin in the woods, a small town in all these nice things I'd like to do. And of course, take a carriage ride to through Boston would be lovely. Oh my goodness. That'd be awesome. Now, one thing I did think was strange was in the beginning, the guy trips, the pitcher falls off the wall, the hole is there. They find the little deer, which is very cute to start mm -hmm. this whole process. But I never see them fix the wall. They put the picture back over the hole. Yeah, that's like, true. I don't think they'd say that. About? 
I'm like, maybe well, they thought they had to get in that hole again to find the clue or something. Who knows? But That's it just funny. seemed odd that someone wouldn't go, oh, we need to fix that and keep the picture below it on ground. But nope, they hung it back up. Mm-hmm. My husband loves clam chatter. I am not a fan. My husband isn't either. <laughs> yeah. I, I found this movie so fun to guess what was going to happen next and try to figure out the clues ourselves. We got several correct, but a lot we were like, wow, what is that mean? But that made the movie. <laughs> be that much more fun for us yes totally i thought it was super suspicious when his dad just up and showed up out of nowhere um after he found out they were kind of looking at things in the manor and i guess like pretty early on that david's dad was the young boy who had lived Mm -hmm. at mistletoe manor and who this hunt was created for uh i can't imagine growing up without the magic and joy of Christmas. So that was a little heartbreaking that after his sister passed away that you oh, know, yeah. they didn't really celebrate that way. Uh, I do love that the da- dad found peace from his past and a new love in this movie. The final scroll was so sweet and brought tears to my eyes. It was just so heartwarming. I told Paul almost from the beginning that I I think that the real mistletoe manor was Santa's house. I was like, maybe this is Santa. Does Santa really live here? Like, maybe it is. But of course, that's not exactly what it was. In a way, it was because dad, uh, sorry, David's granddad would sit in each year uh, the sleigh as Santa and read the night before Christmas. And now his dad was taking up the the tradition, which was really sweet. It was really sweet. It was really nice to see him find peace. So like finally throughout this movie. And it was awful that is he had carried that tradition through to his son of the Christmas piece. But we had guessed in the beginning that they had to go through this whole scavenger hunt because we knew the deed would be at the end. So that was great. Mm-hmm. And I agree. That was like, we were like, I, well, I was sobbing. My husband wanted <laughs> to say he was sobbing, but there was a tear for sure. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I also thought that the fact that he gravitated to the kids so quickly and so well and the teenager who was a bit of a pain in the butt as most teenagers are gravitated to him as well. So I thought Mm -hmm. that was good. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I thought the tribute tree was such a thoughtful idea, much like the memory tree from last weekend. I really love these sweet ideas. They're coming up this season uh, to honor loved ones at Christmas time. Really smart and thoughtful. It really is. Gareth and I were really hoping that we can get some, find some pictures of, of each of our parents. Cause as you know, we've all lost both sets of parents and mm-hmm. maybe put them on our tree as a tribute every year. That's a great idea. I agree. Movie number two, everything Christmas starring Catherine Barrel as Tori, Cindy Busby as Lori Joe. Corey Sevier as Carl and Matt Wells as Jason. To honor her grandmother, Lori Jo and her best friend Tori head to Yuletide Springs for Christmas to hang a very special ornament on the town tree. Through a series of events in small towns along the way, they meet Carl and Jason and together they all experience a little Christmas magic. How does this rate on our sofa rating system? It rates a big 19 out of 20. The categories are town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, unexpected hiccups, 
Affairs of the Heart, Big Life Changes, Christmas Magic, and the charitable event, Helping Santa Give Out Gifts. This movie was like a big Christmas hug to me. (laughs) And I really just, I like that they paired the pie in the sky friend with the feet on the ground friend. That made a really good balance in a lot of humorous situations. And right off the bat, the Christmas magic starts when they meet Kris Kringle, who they later (laughs) find out has another last name, who's just supposedly a magician. But, you know, maybe, maybe not. We, We believe from the beginning he's the true Kris Kringle. In his red truck, which I clocked right away. Um, <laughs> and of course, right away, he had the exact item that they needed to fix LJ's Jeep. Like, come on. And his only fee was that they pass along kindness to someone else who needs it. And he had the perfect ho, ho, ho laugh and everything. It was <laughs> yep. so cute. I love that he gave them each a little magical gift that they needed to use at the, the very time that they would need it. They had this little magical gift they thought was sort of random until the moment came and it was the perfect little gift okay this is total christmas magic at its best well Mm -hmm. done hallmark i'm not gonna lie i am convinced that he is the (laughs) real chris kringle regardless what his last name may be yeah he's just like that christmas movie by disney with the santa claus he came from somewhere else and became santa claus the actors in this movie worked very well together I wasn't totally buying her nephew with his disconnected attitude, but everyone else, I thought they were wonderful. And I thought their their um, camaraderie was great, but their sense of surprise and wonder was well done. Mm-hmm. And the names of the towns are so charming and they really added fun atmosphere to the movie, like Clover Bend, Gingerbread Glen, and of course, Yuletide Springs. <laughs> I would totally visit Yuletide Springs every year if it were, you know, within driving distance and existed. <laughs> and then, you know, another, it was another town again with this town tree with meaningful ornaments. And I think I'm seeing a pattern this season with Hallmark. Which is really wonderful that they are having that kind of of thought process this year because it is it is a hard time of the year when you have lost someone. So it's mm-hmm. really nice doing that. A Christmas tour would should and would definitely be on our list in the upcoming years if it was doable for us. It's mm. wonderful to see and experience how others celebrate. And I really like that, like how we're going to go up to Godridge in a couple of weeks and see how they do their whole Christmas celebration. I'm really excited about that small town, mm-hmm. little small town tour. But the unique gifts he gave him, I agree with you, just that he knew exactly what they'd need when they were going to need it. That was very striking. I really do love that they make movies that ask deeper questions and deal with tough issues. But I also love movies like this one that though they also have some heartfelt moments for sure, are also just jam packed with Christmas events, friends, the magic of the season. It's just a perfect escape from the real world and a trip to a magical Hallmark world, which I love. A hundred percent. I did love the saying, a Christmas of believing. That was Mm -hmm. really nice. And of course, the red truck. This is a red truck house. (laughs) I also like the saying, it's the journey, not the destination. Mm -hmm. We're always worried about getting somewhere. We're quick pace, moving forward. And then we miss the things along the way. So I thought that was a very pointed. So that's something for me to keep in my mind this Christmas season. 
Movie number three, Christmas Island, starring Rachel Scarston as Kate and Andrew Walker as Oliver. A snowstorm forces pilot Kate's and the Sharp family's flight to Switzerland to land on Christmas Island. Oliver, the local air traffic controller, helps remind Kate and her passengers how to enjoy Christmas time. So this movie rated on our sofa rating system 17 out of 20 sofas. And the categories are Town Holiday Celebrations, Clash of the Classes, Location, 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 Family and Friends, Unexpected Hiccups, Affairs of the Heart, and the charitable event helping to set up the town lobster trap tree and a donation to the Memorial Fund. Okay, again, using a space in Canada, which is lovely to see, and the town was breathtaking once again. Whether mm. it's actually called that or not, that place was beautiful. Yeah. In this story, they gave a good reason why she was not totally into Christmas, too, this time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just like she was just being, you know, snitty or anything. She, she had her dad pass away the day before. That's understandable that that would stunt you at that moment. But it was wonderful to watch her just slowly come around with the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. And that happens to so many people that they lose a loved one right around the, the holiday season. And so it's mm-hmm. something to deal with every year. I've never heard of a Christmas Island off the coast of Nova Scotia, <laughs> but it sounds like it would be a lovely place to visit. Uh, Kate was a very good sport to just jump in and start helping take over the nanny duties for the kids, uh, even though she is a pilot. Again, another town Christmas tree with the tradition of honoring the memories of lost loved ones, this time on lobster trap buoys placed on a tree made of actual lobster traps, which was super creative and super unique. Yes, that tree made of lobster traps was very cool. And I've obviously never seen that because I don't live near the ocean, but Mm -hmm. I have been to several different library events where they make trees out of books, which is also a super creative idea. I really like that. I've just seen them just kind of all over the place gathered up to make the nice shape, which is really cool. But I've also seen places where they picked the spines of the books to be specific colors too. Yes, that's that's very cool. Really, really nice. Very creative. Mm -hmm, for sure so i didn't super enjoy the romance portion of this movie i thought it was like a very slow burn and then it became insta lovey so i wasn't a a fan of their chemistry together but individually i was rooting for each of the actors characters and the poor co-pilot what happened (laughs) to him we didn't see him in this movie it's like did he get stuck on this plane well she first told him to stay on the plane but then we saw him later at some event or something but the rest of the time he was stuck on the plane you're right yeah i didn't see him anywhere it's like no one asked him do you want to stay on the island for christmas it's just like (laughs) guess what you're staying on the island for christmas absolutely i love that the teenager was able to set up the christmas cards on social media for the town to ensure every child hears from Santa. I mean, we guessed that millennial, Mm. oh, she's going to figure out a way. We were waiting to see if the reason they received the cards from all the postal was was because of their postal code possibly being ho, ho, ho. But I didn't catch that. Did they tell, did you catch why they get the cards? I didn't catch it. I didn't either. I don't know why. I know that there is, I think Canada Post does get the letters for Santa, but I don't know why they specifically got letters for Santa. So, you know, that's part of whatever the magic of Christmas, I suppose. 
Um, I don't blame the kids for being put out that their parents were more, more focused on their business rather than their family. You know, a forced stop on Christmas Island was really what they all needed to get mm. their heads out of their day-to-day troubles and actually reconnect as a family and also help Kate too, to be part of family celebrations and kind of get over that hump of Christmas time is now a negative time. And now she can think of Christmas time once again, as a positive time. Absolutely. And, and they say be with family and friends. They don't have to be blood to be the family that you celebrate. Mm-hmm. I thought that was also a really good message there too. Um, I have to admit, this was not my favorite movie, but I'm really glad it had an happy happy ending with the parents putting the family first and remembering Mm -hmm. what is really important at Christmas time and all year round that your kids and family are most important. Movie number four, A Heidelberg Holiday, starring Gina Claire Mason as Heidi and Frederick Brazier as Lucas. Heidi makes beautiful handmade ornaments. With help from her Oma, she gets the opportunity of her dreams to have her own booth at a prestigious Heidelberg Christmas market in Germany. Lucas, a local artisan, helps her handle a large shipping hiccup while showing her the beauty of the city at Christmas time. Okay, so let's find out how this rated on our sofa rating system. It rated a 15 out of 20. The breakdowns are military might, Town holiday celebrations, location, 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 family and friends, unexpected hiccups, and the charitable event volunteering at the Christmas charity dinner at the Senior Center. So this movie was on my top three for the season that I was looking forward to because it's a place that I would love to visit. And the market and the views of Heidelberg where they actually filmed were absolutely beautiful and did not disappoint. You can tell they filmed when the market was active too, not in the off season because they could see their breath and everything is set up. It's a dream of mine to visit a European Christmas market one day, preferably one where English is widely spoken. It was nice uh, to experience the host family's Christmas, German Christmas traditions. And it was sweet of them to join in on her family's tradition of the stocking secret, where you put your secret wish in your stocking. They were so thoughtful and they made her really feel at home. They were really wonderful, wonderful people. Once again, seeing another part of the world is amazing. And so far, the only way I will get to see that side of the world. (laughs) It was so interesting to see that they live such a culturally different way of life, which is nicer. It's slower pace. That's a nice way to live because, I mean, we are rush, 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 do the next Mm -hmm. thing always having a schedule, just him saying to her, you know, just walk away, soft sell. I thought that was, that was something to think about. Yeah, totally. For sure. Not very North American thinking. That's for sure. I really did feel for her struggling with her German, even though she had taken it and then not being understood. I think that's everyone's fear when they visit a foreign country where English isn't the major language, but it definitely made for some funny moments though, like (laughs) for mixing up words like feet instead of food, which is very different meanings. And I love when the locals take the main character on a tour of the town. 
So in these movies, when they go somewhere, they're like, oh, I'll take you around because then we get a tour of the town yeah. too. <laughs> Especially if my family had, you know, an ancestral castle. Of that course. Cool. Okay, so now you're saying that, that it's everyone's fear when they visit a foreign country. Did you have that fear when you went to Paris? Sure, even though we went as French students, absolutely, because they <laughs> speak fast and they speak very fluently, and we knew how to order a ham and cheese sandwich. So, you know, <laughs> yes, it was a little daunting, but, you know, it was worth the visit. Totally loved my trip to uh, Paris, for sure. Oh, I wish I could go. Okay, so back to the movie. I like the line, balance between love and doing what you love. I thought that was really a pointed mm -hmm. message because, I mean, you love people, you love many things, but you got to love what you're doing because then it's not just a job, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's something that you want to do. So I thought that was really good and that you don't put... um you don't put one necessarily above the other, although love of family is always first, but I thought that was a really an, another, and maybe that's my thing this season is that I'm really listening to the, the messages, but mm -hmm. I thought that was really good. I know I, it can be a, I personally can be a bit of a workaholic and this again was an excellent message for myself to think about that and think about that slower pace. And I have to admit this, that your pick this time was a good one. My mine was a bit of a dud. Yours seems to be great. <laughs> I was very happy that you enjoyed it too, because I really <laughs> did enjoy it. You know, you never know. We just kind of know synopses and then hope it's a good one. Um, but I agree with you. My favorite line was that toast. Uh, Here's to finding the balance between love and doing what you love. That really was my favorite line of this movie too. It also resonated. I think both Heidi and Lucas were struggling with the next move for their artistic pursuits and their careers. In exploring Heidelberg and experiencing the beauty of Christmas together, they were able to find the perspective they needed and find joy in their heart, in their art again. Yeah. Even if it took breaking something precious like her <laughs> ornaments to create something beautiful, which was her ornaments, broken bits with his wood art. And they looked gorgeous. I totally would have bought one of those, you know, and the family chipping in to help create this combined yeah, art was, was so a perfect, nice. it was the perfect expression of the Christmas spirit to me. I agree. You know, uh, something that I did love that we could consider that they get two Christmases. First, St. Nicholas comes prior to Santa. That was a great idea. I'm sure the kids would jump on that one for sure. <laughs> for sure. Maybe we should make that a North American uh, tradition as well. <laughs> All right. So drink update here. Blood orange margarita. Well, certainly looks pretty, but I am not a fan of jalapenos. So not my favorite <laughs> drink, but certainly pretty. It's very pretty. I agree. Uh, tequila makes it a little bit of a kick to yeah. it. But other than that, <laughs> it was a good drink. It looks real pretty. So that's what counts. <laughs> yep. Good choice. This episode was brought to you by Hamish Community Services. Opening doors by taking the dis out of disabilities. You can find out more information at hamish.ca. Well, fellow crown heads, we've come to the end of today's chat. You can find all our episodes on your favorite podcast network. And on our website, sistersipandchat.ca. Subscribe and never miss a chat session. 
Thanks for listening. Join us next time. And we'll save you a seat on the sofa.